Hello, everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of It's About Bravo. I'm Zach. I am Reed. And it's the gays on the mic today. We it's- are going to be talking about all things Bravo with these two queers. <laughs> <laughs> um, ciao. Anyway, so. We have been. <laughs> okay. We're, like, we're we, slap heavy right now, y'all. We, guys, we just recorded a bonus episode for our Patreon, if you subscribe. And we've been on the mic for like an hour and a half already, so. I think we're it, just starting to see things. There's like, there's those times when I'm like on the mic for like so long that I literally just don't give a flying fuck. And I'm just like weird as hell. And it's like Karen Huger when she got vaccinated. Yeah, right? exactly. <laughs> or, or Erica Jane when she drank too much on the boat. <laughs> exactly. Merce is in, in the purse. and Merce is, is in the purse. And on this podcast. Um, <laughs> but without further ado, let's get into. That's my. So we have big news for That's My Opinion that I just can't wait to talk about, which is the news that Portia Williams will not be returning to the Real Houses of Atlanta, but Portia Gubadia, she's in the building. She's in the building. Who said that? Portia Williams coming back to Real Housewives of Atlanta? That's false. But Portia Gubadia is in the building. <laughs> In the build. <laughs> and she's rich as fuck. And I cannot wait to see that bitch holding a peach again. Oh my God. She ate with that announcement. I think it it rocked the nation, really. Um, the only thing that did more numbers this week was Beyonce surprise dropping two country songs. So Which, you know, I've had on repeat ever since Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em. And- I'm more of a are you a Texas, are you a Texas Hold'em girl? Or are you a 16 carriages girl? Okay, real quick, because last week we talked about the Grammys. I feel like we just really quickly have to talk about the Super Bowl. And not really the Super Bowl, but Usher and Beyonce. I fell asleep at 6 p.m. on Sunday night. Okay. Because I recently came off dry January and decided to have a little Saturday fun day. It went a little too had a little bit too much fun with the girlies and was really hurting Sunday. So I fell asleep at 6 p.m. I wake up at like 4 a.m. Monday, wide awake. And imagine my surprise. Usher had an amazing halftime performance. And Beyonce dropped two country songs, Texas Hold'em and 16 Carriages. Announced a new album coming out March 29th, by the way. I mean, we're living. Act two. I think it's going to be called Rodeo. And yeah, I was absolutely shook. I think 16 Carriages is like one of her best songs ever. Agreed. Texas Hold'em was just sort of like a little extra for me, but that's the one that's about to go number one. Yeah, my uh, so my dad and my brother really wanted the 49ers to win. I have a lot of family from the Bay Area. They all wanted the 49ers to win. The 49ers lost and Taylor's boyfriend won. And I sent in my family group chat, I was like, hey, I know you guys are hurting right now, but I think I won the Super Bowl. I think I won Super Bowl Sunday. I got two new Beyonce songs, an album date, the Wicked trailer, an Usher performance. Deadpool like, trailer. Uh, the Deadpool. I was like, all these movie trailers, all this new music. I was Thanks like, Graves. I was like, videos of Lana Del Rey getting like collapsed in the box, like at a sporting event. Her and like, her Taylor arm. Swift. No, that was fake. Oh, wow. I felt yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> I know. But I was like, damn, I, I literally said in my family group. Shit. I, I was like, who actually won Super Bowl Sunday? And I put that clip of uh, Whitney Houston going, that would be me. 
<laughs> and I, I just feel like on top of the world, I am a 16 carriages girl. I love Texas Hold'em. I think it's fun. I am slapping my knee to it every time I listen. To my like read, you said you went to sleep and then you woke up in the morning. Like I was working a flight to Mexico and I got off the plane and there's new Beyonce music. It was the craziest thing. That's um, like crazy. Like you get on the airplane and you're in one world, and you get off the plane and you're in a completely new one. I know. And the wicked trailer too. Like I I was gagged and gooped. I'm so excited. So excited for that movie. But let's get back to the Bravo of it all. Let's talk about the our Super Bowl. Let's talk about Portia Williams Gubadi returning to the Real Houses of Atlanta. I'm ready. I think that she is, you know, the like the new and also OG force that is needed to like carry Atlanta into its next glory days that I I think we all want it to have. She's an OG in the sense that if they do a Miami style reboot, she's one of the original girlies. But she's also kind of like the new blood of Bravo. Like Nini's her big sister. She came on season five and rocked the fucking world alongside Kenya, of course. That's why I know it's a pipe dream, but I definitely think we're getting Portia and Phaedra. I think Phaedra's hinting and hinting, and she posted a photo on Valentine's Day. It was like a dark side and a light side heart, and she was like, love me or hate me, you're going to watch me. And people were like, oh my God, she's coming back to Atlanta. She's coming. I think she just more so means like traitors, married to medicine, now rumors of returning to Atlanta. Phaedra's literally everywhere. It's the Phaedra sans. I think we're definitely going to get Portia and Phaedra. I know I'm... It's a pipe dream, but if they could just add, if they could just please just add, not a big deal, just add Kenya Nini, and then get your new girls, get all the new girls you want, but just do that for me. I think that Kenya is definitely in. I don't see like Kenya not returning at this point. The one that is kind of up in the air is Sheree. I'm pretty sure like Marlo's out, Sanya, Drew, fired, 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 fired. Um, but I definitely think that Kenya and Portia are like headlining this renaissance. I think it's a pipe dream for Nini, but I think in the future, who knows what the future holds, but I definitely, because we do have confirmation that conversations have been had with Phaedra, like for sure. She, she was the one who told us that there have been conversations about her becoming a peach holder again. And I'm like, all right, great. Excited for Portia, but do Phaedra next. Do Phaedra next. Well, it's just like them together that would make this so powerful because people are kind of confused about where Atlanta is going. And I think it would give people confidence that it's in good hands. Even if they're going to do like a little soft reboot, it would give people confidence knowing that you've got some pillars of the community there. You know, like these are the Angie Katzenavises of Real Housewives <laughs> of Atlanta. And then the- <laughs> I also think that I just, I think the reason why the new Roni lacked so much is because there wasn't like history with it. Like when I'm star power to quote candy. Music. I think, I think there was star power. I just think they were brand new and there's no like, you, I, I feel like you have to have a nostalgia factor with like some of these, mm-hmm. with these franchises. Like, I just think scrapping it all and starting fresh. Like, I think that Bryn is a star. I think that Jessel is a star. I think that they're great, but I, but it's hard to get into that mindset, and especially with born. some, yeah, especially with some like a cast as iconic as New York and Atlanta. 
Like, it's, like, one thing to, like, start over with, like, Dallas. Like, if they rebooted Dallas and didn't bring any of the new women or the old women back, like, as much as I would want them to, like, it would be easier for them to start over with a franchise like Dallas. But I think that they should look at the success of Miami and see how they did that and go forward. And think about all of the history with Atlanta and un- resolved stories that we haven't seen if we bring Phaedra back into the fold. Like we yeah. we we never got to see Phaedra and Portia talk about the end of freaking frack. Those like we, two, yeah. Freaking frack reunited. Freaking frack is back. Freaking frack. We like <laughs> eh, freaking frack, freaking frack. Like that's gonna be me and Reed in Mexico next freaking week, by the way. Frack. Oh yeah, we got a girls' <laughs> trip coming up, guys. We got a girls' trip. Uh but yeah, I just think that this is a smart move on Bravo, bringing back Fordra. Uh, Fordra. <laughs> Fordra. <laughs> Fordra. 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 What's their ship name? Uh, but I think especially with Phaedra coming back and then Portia coming back, especially with Portia having such a different lifestyle than she did back when she was on Atlanta. She's rich. She's rich, rich now. She's probably going to be like one of the richest women on the cast. And then also, here's the thing. I'm so excited for Miss Portia to come back. I love her. I love Miss 265 Days a Year. Like, she is truly hysterical. She's made for TV. Mm -hmm. But I have not forgotten Miss Portia. I have not forgotten how you supposedly got your man, and we are going to need to clear that up. You are not going to just come on here and pretend like, oh, I found this new one. We remember. I don't. I don't because I'm on episode four of season 13. I think she just got out of Um, But I know something's coming with a girl named Mm -hmm. Fallon. Mm -hmm. So is Fallon like a friend of and Portia like Mm -hmm. with her man? Mm, that's where the line that's where it's like no one really knows if it was like after or if they had an affair it's giving, or, it's giving an affair you know but like uh allegedly allegedly i also have to say and also i'm a porsche fan so but i need her to come with the whole tea i need her and and i also am loving that kenya is so supportive of porsche coming back but i need kenya to do some digging I need her to do some investigative journalism and find out what really happened. Yeah, Kenya needs to be messy again because the Kenya of late has been very like, I'm above this. I'm not going to engage. Like, But I think that's because, I and I think so and here's, here's the reason that I think Kenya's excited is because Kenya likes to go against other juggernauts. She likes to go against like... Mm-hmm. Heavy hitters. She likes to go against the Ninis, the Phaedras, the Porsches. She does not like to go against Asanya. She she thinks that like it's not a good enough sparring partner. And so she won't engage. Like it's like she and yeah. she's she's not wrong. And she said that. She was like, these girls aren't it. They're not it. And I think the only one that was like closer to being it was Marlo, but even that was like a little bit of a stretch. And so I think that she's ex- more excited to have an actual like opponent, like opponent on par with her, with Portia coming back, and potentially Phaedra. You know, I think that's what she's excited about. She's not excited about her having like a friend on the cast. You know, in Drag Race, like the early seasons when Shangela and Mimi and first are fighting in Untucked, 
and mm-hmm. Mimi at first is like, I'll never be like you. And then Jada was like, correct. What is you? What is you? Girl, look at you, grab a mirror. You can come down the runway and look like you've stepped off a Rodeo Drive like a goddamn supermodel. I will never look like that. True. You'll never be glam. Correct. And it's like, <laughs> she's like, she's like face cracked. And then Shane is like, you'll never be glamour. That's Kenya to Marlo. Yeah. <laughs> or like, like, or like Sanya. Yeah. True. She's like, she yeah. Say, she said, true, true. You'll never be glamour. <laughs> <laughs> and it's true because Marlo tried so hard for so long. And I'm even the one saying that I still wanted her as like a friend of on the reboot. But I think that she's chump change. To Kenya. Kenya's like, get me a real foe. I think she would like a, a knee back. Or I think with Phaedra, where we would see between the, those four, especially, because they're all so opinionated. So I don't know. Give us, give us, I'm fine with this reboot. And it's looking like this is what's going to happen is give me Kenya, give me Portia, give me Phaedra. Give me Sheree as a full-timer. I know that people think that she's friend of energy, but I'm sorry. That woman is comedy gold to me. Like, I, she's just hysterical. And then give me three brand new housewives and make it a cast of seven. I think seven is such the sweet spot number for a cast. Like, I love a cast. New, when you say brand new, would you allow one of those to be quad? If Andy was like, Zach, pretty yes. Cool. Because I think that would add an extra yes. layer of like, oh shit, to this reboot. It'd be like, wait, look at what is happening. Like, there'd be so many reasons to sit down and tune in. Like, it wouldn't just be one. It wouldn't be just be Portia. It wouldn't just be Phaedra. You've got this crossover happening with Married to Med. I mean, and to, I think we said this last week. If Nini's not back, it's going to be like episode like seven or eight. It's going to be almost time for the episode to be over. It's going to be them at like an outdoor patio having drinks, something you're going to hear. Hey, girl. And it's going to be like Kenya's going to look up and it's going to be like, dun, dun, dun. And then it's going to cut to the to be continued. (laughs) I would live. I would live. And I think it's possible that we could get like we'll get appearances from Cynthia, I think. And then I would love to see an appearance from Nini. And, you know, I know it's like a little bit of a pipe dream, but I know she I know she didn't make it through that whole, whole new Housewives movie. (laughs) <laughs> I know they killed her off right away. I know she needs. She needs I haven't watched it, but who do you think makes it longer? Denise Richards or Nene Leakes? Oh, Denise. I think Denise is getting eaten first. No, are they getting eaten? I don't know what's happening. Reed, Nene's like not in the trailer, like post plane crash. Like I don't think. <laughs> I, I don't think. I don't Nene think. Like, Nene, I, Nene was like, I got one day for you guys. <laughs> If you guys don't know what we're talking about, there's this new uh, Lifetime movie called like Housewives Hunting or Hunted Housewives. Hunting Housewives. Hunting Housewives and it's starring Denise Richards and Nene Leakes where uh, their husbands put them in a like survivor type situation to make money off of them. I don't know the full premise of it, but that's pretty much the 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 gist. And Nene does not Based off of the trailer, it doesn't look like Nini survives like the first like 20 minutes. Oh, but sad because I think that she is like such a star. But get her on Atlanta. Get her in a little guest spot. Tease me a little bit. There's so oh, another one that I want is Kim Zolciak. Friend of. She could be friend of. I mean, there's so many questions about her and um, what's his face? What's his? Croy. 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 And so, yeah, we need. And this is quickly g- going from being like a soft reboot to like a hard 
reboot because it's just all the ladies from the original that we love. But they do work so well when they do work well. I do think some new, fresh blood will be good, though. I agree. Let's get into some other news that dropped on Super Bowl Sunday. So while Super the Super Bowl was going on, uh, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, Larsa Pippen unfollows Marcus Jordan on Instagram. It's Larsa! And Marcus unfollows Larsa. And then Larsa posts a poll in her story saying, should your friends still follow your ex? And we're like, Everyone was going crazy. Like Bravo, everyone in Bravo was going crazy. There's so much going on at Super Bowl Sunday. That was truly like one of the most chaotic days I've ever had. Like it was just like so much was I going slept on. Through it was this like whole thing. this is wild. It was like Beyonce. It was like Beyonce, you know. And then like all of a sudden, Lars. It's so it's funny. Beyonce. It's Lars. Like it was like back to back. The Super Bowl like ratings started to drop. They were like in the control room. They're like, you guys, there's, we have an emergency. Larsa Pippen. She just unfollowed. She yeah, like no one's paying Everyone's attention leaving. anymore. So it appeared that they have broken up, but we are recording this podcast on Thursday and it now seems like they have gotten back together. <laughs> it, I think it only took like three, Kim and Croy. three days. They were broken up and then it seemed as though they were on a date for Valentine's day. They were buying flowers. Uh, I don't know what's going on. I am just happy that they're back together because at the end of the day, at first, like it was kind of like weird or whatever, but now I kind of am like rooting for them. Like after I saw them on Traders together and like, you know, I think that podcast should go in the trash, but I think that they're, I don't know. I'm kind of rooting for them. What do you think, Reed? Um, I, The first thing I thought was, wow, this is why she never wanted to leave his side. She knew the moment they had even a moment of separation, the cracks in the armor would begin to show. And when Marcus got sent home on Traders... I believe that was the first time in their entire relationship that they were more than six feet apart from each other. And I think he smelled fresh air and breathed it in and heard the birds chirp and looked around. He was like, I kind of like you. <laughs> Get <out of> here. <laughs> <laughs> this freedom. I, it's strange. <laughs> no, I, 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 I'm rooting for them. So I'm happy that they're, back together but it was such a weird moment in the bravo verse where it's like i mean i guess it happens with kim and croy like every other day now kim and croy it seems like it's real it's real bad well it's real bad um but that was the breakup news that happened on super bowl sunday and i feel like that's a perfect way to transition into our next segment so let's talk about the real housewives of miami your family to be happy she will try to deflect and say you know oh this is not really happening this is not really what's happening because you know i'm doing little kardashian voice but we can all see it i can all see it clearly it just doesn't make sense you said michael jordan was okay with it and now clearly saying that not okay with it what's going on like who's lying 
you know, this is really embarrassing to me. I think if anyone should talk about, you know, Michael, it should be his son, not me. And honestly, I shouldn't have to feel like I'm on trial with my friends. You know what? I don't want to talk about him and I don't want to call him by his name. We need to stop talking about him. I'm like over him. All right, guys, let's talk about the Real Housewives of Miami. So we are on day four of Mexico City. Um, I'm going to be quite on, honest about this week in uh, Bravo. It was a little bit of a, it was a little bit of a sleeper. Like every episode that aired was a little. I'm not gagging. I'm not gagging. I'm not gagging. I really was. I really wasn't gagging this week, guys. I mean. Zach and I, before we even hit record, we're like, Oof. we have to talk about Vanderpump, Beverly Hills, and Miami, none of which were really having me gagging, although Miami had me the most gagging. Yeah, I would say, out of, on the gagometer. On the gagometer. Miami. <laughs> Miami's at the top. I'd say Pump was actually in the middle, and then I'd say Beverly Hills was like dead last. Yeah, honestly. But... But let's get into this Miami recap. Uh, so we're on day four of Mexico City. The women are Gertie's sick, so she's not going to be like showing Puking. up to anything. Lisa's leaving. There's she's oh the st- divorce stuff. Yeah, so she had to like she was like going to leave soon. Um, but we did get to see her and Kiki make up kind of like resolve the conflict which that's the thing that i respect the most about this miami cast is that they know how to do conflict and resolution conflict and resolution family you know and it's just they keep the storyline pushing and going and i think that's why a lot of people are having a hard time like with potomac right now is because they don't have that conflict and the they have the conflict they don't get the resolution. Nothing though. And it's like, how do you move yeah. forward? You know, these casts have to move forward. We have to, you have to film together. Like, and that's the other thing with like pump, which will like get to that too, you know? And there was no Potomac or married to med this week, but I almost forgot to like, I, I still have been watching uh Potomac and married to med, but I um forgot. And then I was like, Oh wait, there wasn't one this week, probably because of the super bowl, but uh, we're not even thinking about them. Unfortunately. Yeah, uh, definitely, definitely was a part of the Super Bowl. What did you think uh, of the tequila tasting dinner? Well, Larsa um, getting like her her logo made is like a is like a diamond necklace for everyone to wear is the most Larsa thing that I can possibly imagine happening. Like, can I say how much I like have been loving Larsa? Like, she's like I'm loving her. Okay, so I have famously hated Larsa on this podcast. And then like one day my hatred went so far that it did a complete loop around and started becoming like standing. Like, I think she's such a, she's such a shitty narcissist. And like, (laughs) like she's such a narcissist and it's just kind of like, it's so funny. I saw someone say that uh, it was Dame Brian Moylan say that, Lisa and Larsa are both narcissists, but they're different types of narcissists. Like Lisa's the kind, she doesn't care that you're also taking up air in the room. It's just that she's not going to give you any attention because she's so focused on herself. Like when Marisol was telling her about renewing her vows with Steve and she was like, who's that? Like doesn't know anything about Marisol's life, which I'll admit I forgot she had a Steve too. Cause like, when do we see anything about Marisol other than her being drunk? But 
Larsa is a different type of narcissist. She is the kind that's like, no, this has to be about me. <laughs> and like, I'll fight you to the death for it. And that's what I love, like, especially with the Lisa thing. Like, I just love like a selfish, delusional housewife. Like, I just like live. Her and Larsa like, are like the evil, like freaking frag. They're the like, evil freaking frag. Like the steps, the wicked stepsisters. Like they're so funny to me. They're like, the and, they're, of and they're also have like that, like d- like they have a little bit of like that dumb energy too. Like they're like they really are they together. Cinderella's evil stepsisters. You they know, together. Like they're like a Bratz doll set. They're like, the Anastasia one, and Drizella of Bravo. One short, one, like one. One's a little thicker. One's a little skinnier. Like they are literally sisters, and and especially in their face with all the Botox and filler. It's like, yeah, they you go can't make it up. They're perfect. They're they absolutely win, perfect. They would win the family resemblance challenge on Drag Race. Like they would. They would. They would. Larsa and this Lisa. Is Miami sisters. No, Michelle Visage would be gagging over a Larsa and Lisa combo. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, absolutely. Reed, we should go as Larsa and Lisa for Halloween one year. Wouldn't that be? We should do that this year. <laughs> oh do my that. God. That'd be so fun. Who knows if we'll oh. be friends next year? So we should do it while. Oh we, my God, what? While we still can. <laughs> Girl, bye. Um, okay, let's talk about the um, my queen who has been working overtime. Okay. Julia. Julia is also someone I famously hated on on this podcast. All of last season, and uh, yeah, she could stay. <laughs> I like she's her. working. She's working. She's the one that's asking all the questions that need she's to be the asked. One she's finally the news article off her phone in the confessional. Also, one of her confessionals had a much tighter shot, like on her, just like her. Yeah, I noticed that it was bothering me. It reminded me of the COVID era. Yes, all, like up close on a web. I'm like, where are you, Julia? And get back to the studio. Are you? Yeah. Are you the farm. Are you do- zooming in from the goat farm? It really did feel like that. And I was like, can we not back I was like, up? I was like, you can back up a bit. Like, you, you can, can back up a bit. <laughs> Get out of my face. You can bring it on down. Bring it on down. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. She's the one who's like, go- like looking up if like Michael Jordan hates Larsa. Like, I just like, <laughs> so how is your relationship with Michael Jordan? You know, like, it's just Larsa so. Such a liar, funny. too. She's like, oh, he was saying that in jest. <laughs> She's, it's so funny, like, watching the delusion just like seep out of Larsa and like her pretending like Michael Jordan likes her. It's just like, just it's giving like, funny. it's sort of like Donald Trump. Like, it's very like, like, no, the people love me. Like, she's like, no, like we're good. Like he's totally supports us. Like, she's just going to tell you the, the biggest lie bigger than I, her ass, than her fat th- ass, than her fat ass, <laughs> fat ass. <laughs> Hey, Kardashian, Kardashian, <laughs> you look like Kim Kardashian. Oh, one my. thing I, one thing I do want to talk about is the scene with Nicole and her. Oh, can I, can I be real frank for like two seconds? Sure. Nicole's given friend of the season. Yeah, and she's still mother, but literally and figuratively, I think it's because like. She's the only one with a real job. So she's like, I have to go. What is she, an anesthesiologist? She, yeah, something like that. She's like, I got to go put people to sleep. Unlike, or Anne Marie Wiley. Much like, actually, very much like Anne Marie Wiley. I'm going to go put people to sleep. Um, yeah. 
I don't know. It's just like, but I did like the scene with her and her dad and like her dad's uh, girlfriend. And I liked the dad's girlfriend. And I just thought it was like kind of funny, like their banter in between and realizing like their dad is like, he's still like a piece of shit. You know, he's like sitting there with like, he's sitting there with his girlfriend. He's like, if you're not going to give me a baby, I'm going to go find somebody to give me a baby. And I like, Nicole's like, smack him. Like, it's so funny. Like, Nicole's like team girlfriend now, you know, she's like (laughs) seeing like how, wait, he's a piece of shit to everybody. Like, he's a bad father to me. He's a bad boyfriend to his new girlfriend. Like, it's just a mess. Also, like, he passed away, didn't he, though, recently? Yeah, he passed away, like, I think late last year. So we'll probably see something about that in the next season. I know exactly what you wanted to say. (laughs) I was going to be like, oh, he passed away. The Wendy Williams pivot that we did. (laughs) I am actually, I'm actually crying. I'm like, RIP, RIP, rest in peace. Like, I feel so horrible. Oh, Oh my gosh, I'm in tears right now. Because I was like, we me were literally Zach, just whacking guys, him. Me and Zach literally like made eye contact. We both were trying not to crack a smile. We were both like, he passed away. We were whacking him so hard and being like, he's such a piece of shit. And then and then being like, and actually, he did die a few months ago. There's that one. There's that one. Uh, when Mary Cosby, 10 feet, 30 feet over the highway. Oh, is she alive? No. No. No, no, it's giving like when Wendy was talking about that TikToker and she's like, not if you know him. Well, he's a famous TikToker and he's got all these followers. He's kind of handsome, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Do any of you guys know him from anywhere? Okay. Well, he actually passed away this past (laughs) week. He's got more followers than me. 2.5 million. On TikTok, but on Instagram, you have more followers. So here he is. He's 19, and he was murdered Monday morning. Last week. And it's like, I remember, like, working from home. I was, there was a couple times where I'd be working from home. I'm on my laptop. And Wendy and I always used to put Wendy on the TV, like while I was working from home. And the out of nothing would wake me up faster in the morning than a pivot like that. Like she would do something, she would say something so goddamn out of pocket. I miss that woman. I miss that woman every single day. We've but, lost so many good things on our reality TV, guys. We've lost so many. We've we've suffered so many losses. But damn that I I just had to finish wiping my eyes because i was crying laughing because we just wanted really pivoted <laughs> that like so hard but a- a- anyways another pivot do you have anything else to say about miami because i yeah don't. real quick i was just gonna say <laughs> that i feel like because mo told us that the reunion is like super intense and we know that alexia and larsa like got into it uh i feel like we kind of know why now like this episode showed her and Julia, especially, like really digging in to the Marcus stuff. And I think that Larsa probably like loses her shit at them over that. That's probably what it is. I will say so for both Beverly Hills and Miami, the season finales air next week. That's crazy. And which is wild. 
the season finale for Miami looks 10 million times better than the season finale for Beverly Hills. Easily. I'm really excited for the season finale of Miami. Like it looks like it's going to be like top notch. We're getting a new Adriana song and that better be put oh. on Spotify as soon as the episode ends. Adriana is like RuPaul. Like every season there's a new single. Like there, RuPaul, like, has a, RuPaul has a new album every season of Drag Race and like a new single on the runway. That is Adriana to a T. Every season she's like, you ready? Are you ready for the new one? <laughs> and Alexia's, uh, what Alexia has to do to keep a full-time contract is to stay in that song and to do a girl group challenge to that song. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for the season finale of Miami. The season of Miami has been so great. We did have just, you know, you have your sleeper episodes and that's fine. It's okay to have a sleeper episode, but they the finale, a, they need something different next season, but I'm not ragging on the season. Like it compared to what else we got. This then we need a new wife. We, we need, need a, a new wife. We need a new wife. And maybe they're slow rolling Nicole off, making her like friend of esque. I also think that. <laughs> I I like her like she's uh, I've liked watching her journey this season, but I don't think I need Gertie on next season. I was going to say Gertie can go before Nicole can for me. I'm I did get uh, rid of two. I'd get rid of both of them, but I I get rid of Gertie over Nicole. But like I have to talk about it because it shows in the preview for next episode. And I just cannot with Gertie every single time, like her back's against the wall or something's like happening this season. She's like, well, I didn't tell you. I had surgery this morning. <laughs> I had surgery this morning. And then like it's in the finale, she pulls like an Aviva, rips her like the wig, the off. wig off and she's bald. She's like, by the way, I did this today. You know, and I'm like. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's actually like, so cute. She has the ultimate like nuclear button and she's using it left and right. Like this what is What do you say to that? That is a very much a housewife. Uh, she's she's being a housewife. I can't knock her points for that. <laughs> the way <laughs> people always say that Miami is like a Spanish telenovela and you know like on SNL when they like will spoof like a tele like a soap opera or a telenovela. I feel like this is very SNL for like every time they do this skit and it's like Gertie being like, well, and like ripping a new thing off. Like It's like, so, fu- it's actually so funny. Like I actually, I, I don't want her to stop doing it. I just don't understand it. I just think yeah. it's like hysterical actually. And she's like, by the way, I did this this morning. <laughs> like, okay, Aviva. And I love how you said like, she has the ultimate nuclear button. She has the codes to the nukes. Yeah. She can and always win is, an argument. <laughs> it's just so funny. <laughs> Anyways, that's our real house of Miami recap. Let's get into Vanderpump rules. This mob mentality, I was always so against it. I know, so why don't you point that out to them? Why don't you say, I'm truly sorry, maybe I haven't handled it the best way I should? Because they'll be like, oh, you don't mean it. That's what they always say. I'm damned if I do, and I'm damned if I don't. I just want to move on. But do, do you want to move on without all these people? Or I just do you want to have I, a I relationship? Don't, I, I don't want Okay, let's break it down. Stop being Lisa. so angry. Because you're attacking me. I'm not attacking you. This is you. my I'm life. I'm trying to help This you. is my life. I know it's your life. You don't I'm not living my like rockstar ge- dreams. I'm literally grueling. It's like grueling work. 
Have some remorse. Have I some am. sensitivity. If I f***ing say I'm sorry and I cry, oh, crocodile tears. Okay. I, I battled I, with I suicide. I no, no. Don't tell me what I felt. I was hanging on by a thread. Your walls start closing in. You can't see outside of, like, the hurt, the pain. You can't dream about better days. I was getting to the point where I felt like, what's the f***ing point? All right, guys, let's talk about the recent episode of Vanderpump Rules. Um, what if we were like, what if we immediately came out of the music in the clip and we were like, and now let's get into The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> because because what do we, t- I mean, I do have some things to talk about. We're just going to be quite frank here. I... We're letting. I'm trying to be patient. I'm trying to say, all right, let let it simmer. Not every season needs to start out with a bang, but we're we're three episodes in now, and it's getting a little it's getting a little choppy. Everyone's and... talking about being sober. Mm-hmm. Where's the fun in that? I'm sorry. Which, which I get, like. I I'm very sober curious right now, but I'm also not on one of the most. I was going to say, I'm not, I'm not on a real good thing. You don't get paid for being on TV. (laughs) Yeah. Like that's the, that's the problem. If you want to be sober curious, like be sober curious off of Vanderbilt. Kyle Richards. We're talking to you too, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Every week I'm like, I don't fault her. And now I'm like, listen up, bitch. (laughs) Hey, you better you better take some drinks or say I'm Parvati. I'm Parvati from Traders with the chalice. I'm like, does anybody want? Yeah, no, I'm, literally, I'm like, literally, anybody. The thing that I'm finding hard with Vanderpump Rules this season is that there's some people who are trying to work and some people who are not trying to work. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna be a little bit. I don't know. I don't want to say like, uh it's so tricky. It's not Women's History but, Month yet. Go ahead. Ariana, I'm sorry, Ariana, <laughs> Ariana, like okay. you have to film with your cast. Like, I, like, I don't, I understand what Tom did was like horrible and everything. And I'm sure like, you know, down the line in the season, but like with Schwartz, for example, like her, like not wanting to be in a room with Schwartz, I just think it's like so extra. Well, the way uh, that he literally says to her in this episode, you're not the queen of the group. And then in the trailer, we see Lala go, I've never seen someone get cheated on and suddenly become God. And this is kind of what I was, I was kind of being a little bit of an Ariana hater a few weeks ago. I, I feel like the public just, you know, she got the short end of the stick with Scandival. So we all wanted to rally around her and she got on dancing with the stars. She got on the cover of Vogue. Uh, Her sandwich shop isn't even open and they're selling the hell out of their merch. Like she is, the main girl right now but i feel like she's kind of like resting on her laurels and getting comfy with it because i think she's mistaking all this love from the public as like we actually care about your little personal healing journey that has no like reality tv appeal you are not kim kardashian i don't care that you walk from your kitchen to your living room to your upstairs bathroom like i don't want to watch that i need vanderpump rules and they're not giving that to me and also like i'm sorry ariana you're not the first person to get cheated on on vanderpump rules hell you're not even the second person in fact the third in fact you're or the fourth or the fifth like you you helped someone else like eight and 
also another point that I want to make, and I might have said this in like a recent episode that we recorded. I am currently doing a Vanderpump Rules rewatch, and I just finished. I'm on season three, so season three starts off with like Ariana and Tom dating. Like they're a couple, they're together. It's post Kristen and Tom. And in season two, Kristen is spiraling because she like Ariana starts working at the restaurant. She like knows that something like happened between them, but no one's being honest about it. No one's talking about it. And Ariana lied to Kristen and Ariana did not listen to Kristen. She was actually very mean to Kristen, like called Kristen crazy. And Kristen is crazy, but like Ariana, like it just reminded me that because on my initial run of watching Vanderpump and when I listened to one of the episodes that you guys recorded for the premiere where I wasn't on, I took that week off Reed, you talked about how Ariana was never one of like your favorites and she was never one of mine either. She never had like main like character energy. She was always kind of like bitchy and like standoffish. I don't know. Like, and didn't provide that like entertainment value that like, the other cast members did on the show, but then the Scandal thing happened and she was like a main character. She was like, or yeah. actually like they had to, they fired, like they, she was kind of forced into like a main character slot. They literally uh, rid of all their Supremes. And eventually she got her chance to become Supreme and Lala like is foaming at the mouth over it. And it's not one of those things where it's like, it, it's one of those things where it's tricky because I do support Ariana and like this whole situation because sure. I'm like, fuck Tom. He's a narcissist. Exactly. What he did to her. But I do want to be like, Ariana, like, let's not forget like how you treated Kristen during that whole time. You like laughed in her face, knowing full well that you made out with Tom at the golden nugget, you know, like, and made her look, they gaslit the fuck out of her, made her look fucking crazy, mm-hmm. you know? And not saying that Kristen Doty is a saint by any means, but that she, there's a scene, there's a scene where she's coming to Ariana as like woman to woman. She's like, Hey, like, I'm not even mad at you. Like, this is your gig, your job or whatever. I just want to know, like, did anything happen with you guys? Like, cause it's, I feel like it's like, I'm being gaslit. Like he cheated. And mind you, Tom had just cheated on Kristen before with a girl in Vegas. Wait, be straight. Have you ever hooked up with a boyfriend? No. I'm being honest. Like I'm just saying, I'm literally like, no. whether we were together, we were on a break, like we were whatever. Have you ever hooked up with Tom? Have you ever kissed him? Have you ever f***ed him? No. no. For sure, no. 100% no. 100% no. Okay, never. Rock and roll, love that. Ariana's reaction, it's kind of weird. I feel like she should be a little bit defensive if she didn't hook up with Tom, but she's just so chill and convincing. But it's like, I'm a complete woman with thirst foam last night. Yes, Kristen, you've totally nailed me. I have been texting with your boyfriend. For many years now, Tom and I have been friends, and sometimes friends communicate, and sometimes the way they choose to communicate is via text message. So, guess I'm guilty. Text messages make me feel uncomfortable. He was texting you around like 2 a.m. You text him like, are you mad at me? And he was like, no, not at all. And I'm just like, that's so weird. To really be reading anything into these text messages, I think Kristen is coming from a place that needs medication. Okay, so Kristen's already like in the gutter thinking about this. And yes, before you guys start like 
barking at me in the goddamn comments. I know that Kristen and Jack slept together. Okay. It, listen, no everybody in this scenario. No one's perfect in this goddamn scenario. Everybody but like, it's true. But like the way, you know, now Ariana's demanding this and the storyline, it, it just, I don't know. It all just kind of rubs me the wrong way. That rubs me the wrong way. I think Katie Maloney is just sitting there in the chair being like, yeah, yeah, Ariana. Like this girl is benefiting from all of this because something about her is equally hers and it is just taking off. Katie has every interest in the world to just be Ariana's sidekick right now. And then I feel like Sheena and Lala, I feel like no one, and I think Lala will be the first, but I feel like no one is brave enough to kind of be like, no, it's okay, Schwartz, you can come. Like, we all will get through this together. Like, it's, we're grownups. I don't know. I think Lisa Vanderpump, who is really not even on this show anymore, comes in at opportune moments to try and nudge the storyline along. She meets with Tom Sandoval in the now closed down pump. And that little scene, like, he is just whining like a baby. I know it's my fault, but it's still hard. And he's like losing it. He sounds like a toddler screaming at their mom. Lisa Vanderpump is like, you need to apologize. Um, And I don't know. It just, that was probably one of my favorite parts of the episode, maybe because they were in pump and it reminded me of the old days. And then when, when Tom and Sheena talk in the back alley, it reminded me. That's one of my, that's one of my favorite. That was my favorite. I was like, oh, it honestly kind of made me think that we are in like the, like, this is senior year of high school. Like we're about to say goodbye to bye to everybody. Like I think this might be the last season. I I'm gonna be honest. I kind of hope it is. It would be like, symbolic. Pump closing. It would be like it would be kind of a good end. Honestly, I think especially like putting your like, dog down when they like when they can't walk or something. Like it's also thing. also the these cast members who are forced. I understand Ariana not wanting to film with Tom. Like you don't want to film with your ex. I like was watching this thinking like last night when I was watching it for the first time, I've watched this show for years and years and years. I never thought of like what it would be like to film with an ex. If I had to film a show with my ex-boyfriend, I would literally kill myself. Like that is like, I like I would have to be making but so much you, but they're money on first. Like I really, they all want this show money. Well, that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I get, I get that you want the money and everything, but like, if you're not going to film, you either have to be like, all right, I'm going to film because I'm getting a fat paycheck. I'm going to film with this person. It's going to suck or Or you're not, or don't. And so that's where I'm like with Ariana. I'm like, all right, you got a bunch of other gigs. Like maybe, maybe just maybe you don't film then maybe she's not gonna film i could see her like snagging like a red car an e like red hollywood red carpet like reporter role like i could see her doing like you think she has a personality for that she just i i think that she's now like in this zone i think that we could see her appear in things like that kind of like taylor hale from big brother who won like i feel like they just sort of they're bubbly. I don't know. I know she's not. Do you think bubbly. Ariana? Again, I'm going to ask you that. Do you think Ariana's <laughs> a bubbly girl? I think the, the society is 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 telling themselves that she's bubbly and great right now. Oh my god! I think she could do. I think she could do other things. I uh, like her on Chicago. Like I know she's like trained in like the arts and everything like that. Ooh, and I hear she's doing like good at Chicago. Like I need them to train her a little bit more. 
in the arts because that clip I heard, I sh- uh, I went. Was uh, I th- well, I only saw it was it was super brief. I didn't. It was, see- it was giving Kim Zolciak. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But also, like that's why they have people play Roxy because Roxy's not like a super. It's not like a belt. It's not like it's not right. like the, it's not like they're casting somebody to play like fucking Alphaba in Wicked. Like Roxy's <laughs> no, like like, Erica like Roxy's a little bit of a more like a speaking kind of like singing. Like you don't need to do too much. You know, it's like there's the whole scene. You you got to just sell that one scene I where you're like, oh my god, you live in Chicago. You've never seen Chicago. No, you live in Cleveland. Have you ever seen Cleveland? There is no Cleveland. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, that's why, and that's why we went to Sing Sing. <laughs> whatever. No, but like, you just have to kind of nail that one. There's this one scene where in Chicago where she turns around and she's like, and everybody loves me. And I love that. And it's like this monologue scene. That's the only part, in my opinion, that you really have to like get right. Um, and like Lisa Rinna was on Chicago, Erica Jane, like I, there's a reason why there's so much stunt casting in Chicago. It's because it's not a wicked. It's not a, it's, yeah. It's, it's like, I, I get it. it. You, you want like that, but it's not a funny girl. You know, you can't have yeah. like a, like a, you can't just have anybody play Fanny Bryce and funny girl. You got to have like a belter, you know? And that's why I didn't really work with, uh, you know, but to, to continue off of the Vanderpump rules, recap this has turned into just much more of a think piece because there's really nothing that was it to recap that was really it that's all all i gotta say about the vanderpump rules episode is sheena's outfit at sir i was kind of obsessed with it i mean tom wasn't wrong when he said she looked like a shania twain and then she goes thank you and he's like (laughs) like he just looked like you kind of rode in on like a shania twain like motorcycle like you know that video where she's like thank you is that what you're going, going for? for? Like a Y2K yes. look. Like he just is so he, happy that she also like, gave him a he is you. such a narcissist. He's so it's disgusting. It's and so I need more of it. I need it in the group. I need it. I need him to. I need his toxic roots to take hold and suck all of them back in for their own detriment and my benefit. But I agree. <laughs> I think uh, there's a cast trip apparently coming, so you know they're going to inevitably somehow get. Ariana and Sandoval on that plane. So we'll see. We'll They're going see to like Lisa's we'll like Wolf. It's like Vander Wolf, Vanderpump Wolf. It's called Wolf and it's in oh. Lake Tahoe, which have you ever been to Lake Tahoe? Uh, it's in Austin, right? Girl. No, no. Lisa literally said it in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of Lake Travis. It's, it's there's Lake Tahoe and it's in the, it's like, Part of it's in Nevada, part of it's yeah. in California. It's like right. in between Nevada and California, but it's beautiful. I love Lake Tahoe. I've been a couple times. It's, I I would love to go to the Wolf. Now I want to. Now I want to go there. And I want to go to Trixie Motel in Palm Springs, and then the Wolf, and then uh, maybe um, what's Candy's thing called? The Dungeon. <laughs> uh, are you talking about um, <laughs> Burgers and Bullets or whatever Sheree said? <laughs> Biscuits and bullets. Biscuits and bullets. We don't know when we go to Old Lady Gang if we're going to get biscuits or bullets. You don't know if you're going to get biscuits or bullets. She ate that. She ate She, she ate, ate that so that. hard. She ate that okay. so hard. Anyways, okay. that's, that's all our, I have. Yeah, Vanderpump. that's our Vanderpump Rules recap. Let's get into the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills.
certain people in this group that did not believe in me. The other half of me says no. If they wanted to apologize, they would. Yes, but Erica, do you genuinely, you don't believe that I hated I the fact I mean, when we were at Kathy's dinner and you said, but we are all dragged into it. We didn't ask to be in this situation, Erica. We just are. So if that's a situation, then we should all be scared. With that one line, 18 months of all the other support, that means nothing because of that I didn't that say one. that. It was very difficult to support her. She was not making it easy. She had no empathy. She couldn't talk about it. Meanwhile, every two seconds, there was a new article about something that was so damn shocking. Yet still, Kyle and I, we had blind support. Blind. It was not easy. All right, guys, let's talk about The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. This might have been one of the most boring episodes I think I've ever watched on television. Uh, it was just, it was too many solo scenes. And it was a ton of, like, resolution. Like, hugs, happiness. All their stories felt like they were kind of being tied up. I didn't realize the finales are next week. You told me that after I watched it. It makes more sense now. This was literally, like, an extension of the finale. Like, Everyone's storylines, pretty much except for Kyle's, like is wrapping up. But because Kyle didn't talk about this while they filmed, you know that we're going to get these. They're, they're all going to be at like an event next episode where it's going to do their little freeze frame. Like, here's what happened. Here's where they went off into the sunset. Happy, happy, happy. And then it's going to be like three months later. And it's going to be like 100%. And they're going to, and she's going to be like, and they're going to be like, are you ready to talk? And it's going to be like Drew Sedora. And she's going to be like, yeah. And it's literally like going to be this bullshit to get us to tune into another boring ass reunion. And I don't know. Uh, the episode overall was very, very boring. I liked seeing Erica and Sutton make up, but I didn't like seeing Sutton apologize so much. Like you had questions for a reason, girl. Yeah, but I think, it, I, yes, I think everyone did. But I do understand Erica being like, these were my friends. Like, why didn't you believe me? And, like, I understand you had questions and everything, but, like, after everything kind of gets clear, because I'm in the camp of, like, I don't think Erica knew. Like, I think that but Erica Zach. was just, I, I'm, but no, I'm right. in the camp of, like, what? Oh, don't if, owe Zach me. No, what? If you were Erica and we were, like, what the fuck, and you were the way you just were, where you're, like, guys, it, like, please believe me. Like, it really wasn't me. Like, I, I, I promise you I didn't know. If you were like that, I would be like, wow, like, I do want to believe him. Like, I can sense the heartfelt, like, he's innocent. Erica, you have to remember, this whole time, she was like, only in Beverly Hills, everyone wants to act so precious. I wish you guys could have seen Reed do that line because his lip went so far up he looked like a horse. You got the big teeth. You got the big horse teeth. Oh, I can't. Like, only Beverly Hills. Looks so precious. Yeah, no, I think she just handled everything, like, horribly. But, like, I hate people who, like, I saw this TikTok the other day. They're like, Erica Jane deserves to be in jail. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't think she's, like, a Jen Shaw or, like, no, you know. She, I believe. But, I, like, I just think that she's kind of a horrible I believe person. When, <laughs> I believe. You know, when, there's a difference between being a bitch is not illegal. 
Okay, like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to tell you. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Being a sociopath, uh, it's not illegal. It sucks. It's really annoying. But, you know, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Uh, You know what I mean? (laughs) No, I I just think that she didn't make it easy on them. No, that's And I feel like, (laughs) excuse me, I feel like for the most part, they were just kind of like, you know, like Dorit being like, this affects all of us. I feel like Dorit just meant, you know, because we're so associated with you, we're all getting heat online right now. Like, it's crazy. It's sort of like what Sandoval said on Vanderpump about how all his, like, friends were getting, like, death threats. Like, no, I'm not saying that Kyle and Dorit were getting death threats, but maybe the person that broke into Dorit's home did it because she was mad at Erica. Um, But I do. That is not true. (laughs) (laughs) That is not true. They did that because Dorit was like so flashy. Like, I know, I know. But I can see why Erica is resentful. But it was just one of those things where I didn't want to see Sutton and Garcelle be like, we were so wrong to question. But it really goes to show Sutton's sort of growth too, being like, I can really tell that Erica was needing this apology from me for a long time. You Sutton know. Sutton's the star of the season for me. I I'm like really like her stories. Like we're seeing. I, I'm sorry. I like watching her dating thing. I, I do. I don't know. I'm going to be honest. Her, I hope her little freeze frame at the end isn't. They stop seeing each other after. Three. I know. I'm rooting for that. I want it to be real because if it's not him, it's going to be Santos, and I don't want to see what that looks like. <laughs> <laughs> I was rooting for us. The way, they, for the way she gets to the horse ranch or whatever. And she's like, oh, there he is. And it's like, they're like, that's not him. And I'm like, who is she talking about? He has, yours has white hair. That's brown hair. She's like, I'm obsessed oh, with that like man from far away. If Sutton doesn't date that man, I will. Okay. I will. I forgot. You listen, Zach. Listen, no, he's in Sutton's age range. Okay. Sutton's. I'm a daddy chaser. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Sutton is definitely the star and Garcelle is really in the background. Also, I just realized Anne-Marie wasn't in this at all. Was she? No, she was. You missed, did you miss the entire scene where she tried to do a conflict resolution with Crystal and they like made up? Did you miss that whole part? I, I slept. She is honestly, maybe she is an anesthesiologist. Anne-Marie, Anne-Marie. I'm just like, no, she is. This is the thing about Anne-Marie is I almost feel like she's too it's it's too calculated of housewives it's like she knows how housewives is supposed to go where it's like hey can i pull you in the corner for a second oh like you know like it's too i just it's she just try hard energy everything she says pisses me off like she's so annoying in the trailer for the next episode she's like i'm thinking about for this mother's day brunch like doing like a diamond uh brunch does that sound good and her party is like oh my god yeah and she's like I know my audience. Like she's just so proud of herself for thinking about a diamond brunch for like. Yeah, she's just. She needs to shut up. Like it's I try just hard. Don't it's like just very, her. I just wish she would organically like make friendships instead of like trying. It's it's just very much feels like the steps of Real Housewives. Do you know what I mean? Like it's it like is- if you watch Real Housewives, it's like, all right. I'm going to become friends with this person. I'm going to do a lunch with this person. But usually, like, people are more organic about it. Like, yes, we know that everyone does that. We know that everyone behind the scenes has to do things like that and solidify their way on the show. 
but she just does it so unorganically. It's like, it's kind of like watching the wizard behind the curtain. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's well, like, this whole don't pay attention to the housewife behind the curtain. That's what it feels like. It feels so calculated and like annoying. This whole season kind of feels like inorganic to me. Like there's, I would actually argue. I would actually not a lot. There's not a lot of interesting storylines happening. And so they're all kind of like trying to force these storylines on us. Like Sutton's tagline was about the horse. We saw him like for one episode in the beginning. And and then in this episode, she goes back to, he's like dead. She forgot to feed him. Like he (laughs) went to Barcelona and he's just like, I like what how, how did you get away with this like i just like don't understand like any like dorit what's what was dorit's storyline like oh i'm trying to get over my anxiety and pk being like well you gotta do it love like like what's going on there i don't need like a certain storyline from someone but i need you to have like authentic like connections with, like the group like things that are happening within well, the group, and I need you to be doing stuff. And if you're not, if you don't have a storyline, I need you to be bringing up other people's like stuff. Like you know, me, they were like previously on, and they went back to like episode three when Garcelle was on the beach with her son, and he's like, "I want more freedom." And I was like, "Wow, this is what they're reminding." Like, why do I need to remember that? Like, oh, because it's like the end of the season, and that's all that we've seen from Garcelle, uh, Crystal, letting the ashes go in Spain, and being like. <laughs> My brother's going to move away. Like, enough. Like, <laughs> enough. None I'm of these people s- have interesting things going on. Reed, why do you think... What do you think's wrong? What do you think's missing? Because I can tell you what's missing. Brandy Glanville. What is Brandy Glanville to Housewives? Uh, what do you mean? Like, you- what, what would her... Like, what would Brandy Glanville offer Chaos. on a season Lisa like this? Renna. What would Lisa Rinna offer on the season like this? Chaos. Okay, say it, girl. <laughs> a villain. There needs oh, to be chaos, a villain. Chaos, villain. Semantic. There needs to be a villain. Semantic. There needs to be there somebody like something. cause it. Yeah. Like I okay, I wanted to play. I know we, we like we're at the end of the episode, but I want to play a read game. So <laughs> I was God. thinking this would be really fun. The way that Miami did their soft reboot and the way it's rumored that that will be what they do with Atlanta. I wanted to ask you, if they did that to Beverly Hills, hypothetically, how would you do it? And I'll tell you mine. And so if, they, if, we, mim- if we mimic it exactly off Miami, you can pick three girls that have been on so far to be like your anchors, your OG anchors. You can pick two to be friend ofs and then we don't know who the newbies would be, but we just would assume there's like two or three new girls and maybe. Okay. So, so I would, would the, but like um, the three girls that are like leading the charge of this reboot, they don't have to be from this, this cast that we're watching right now. No, they can be from it, any it, of the history. No, it's like Larsa was on season one. Lisa was okay. on season two and three. Alexia was season one and three and friend of season two, like, like that. So for okay. me, I think it, I really think Kyle still has to be the anchor. And when you have Kyle, you get Kim as friend of. And even like scenes with Kathy. And then I think also you have Brandy. Because Brandy is just like, she'll bring the fucking drama and they need to do it already. And then my third, I think I would choose, and I know they would never do it together, but I would choose LVP. Because 
I want her back in the attempting driver's seat, making chaos. I think your friend of's are Kim Richards. And I think Lisa Rinna, she's like the Marisol. She comes in and just says foul shit to people. And then whoever the new people that we don't know exist yet are. So that would be how okay. I would soft. That would be how I would soft reboot Miami, if that makes sense. Or Ooh, not Beverly Miami, Hills. Beverly Hills. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I would choose Kyle, like you said. I think I would also choose Brandy. As either, uh, it depends. It's either Brandy as a friend of or Rinna as a friend of. Like, we have to feel like that Adriana chaos friend of role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, one of those two, I I like Kim as a friend of, like, kooky funny. Um, I think my other two, like, mainstay housewives. Ooh, my gosh. I would put... I know, and then this kills me to say I would put Dorit as another friend of. So my three friend ofs would be like, let's say, okay, let's say you can only have two. Ty- no. Oh, wait. Yeah. No. Oh, Kiki's Mar- a friend. Oh, yeah, but Kiki's a new friend of. We have oh, Adriana fuck. and Marisol are the. This is why I said on Atlanta, I think Marlo and Sheree would be perfect in that. Okay. I, I would say, I would say, oh my God, this is so hard. Oh my God. Oh my god. Um Kyle. Oh gosh. Kyle. Oh my god, this is horrible. This is truly my hell. Oh my god, this is bad. It's so easy with like Atlanta. It's like such a clear answer. I think the reason I chose I feel like LVP still has honestly though, she's old. And the one of the things Miami did was sort of inject youth. Back into it a little bit. Yeah, but the mainstays, like the mainstays were older. Well, like, Alexia, like Alexia, like uh, Marisol, Adriana. Yeah. Um, but and like Julia was new and she was older. Okay, I I think I have my three mainstays okay. full timers. Who are Kyle, they? Kyle, Brandy, and Sutton. Okay. Um, I would, I would maybe put. Oh my gosh, it's so hard. It's got to be Kim and like Rinna. I I would say Dorit and I would say Dorit. Dorit doesn't deserve it. She hasn't done anything this season, Zach. We have to like, we have to punish her. I love Dorit. She needs to be put in the corner. So (sighs) fine. Well, listen, those are all great choices. I just wanted to play a little game because you guys know how I like my little casting drafts and whatnot. And I was just thinking like, you could do this for every franchise. It's such a fun game. I think for Beverly Hills, you have to have some OG energy, but there are so many like young women in Beverly Hills like that we could like see on Housewives. So the sky mm-hmm. is the limit. Maybe we'll see what happens for season 14. We'll see, I guess. That is our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills recap. Next week is the finale. Next week, Reed and I will not be on the mic to record the finale recaps because we are going on a Housewives girls trip to Mexico. Girls trip. The for Trace, a friend. Two of the tra- dose of the Trace of, Amigas. Two of the Trace Amigas. Um, so we are going to be celebrating friend of the podcast's birthday, Elvis. He's turning the dirty 30. 30. So happy birthday, Elvis. Happy birthday to Elvis. 
Maddie and Annie will be holding down the fort. And don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon, guys. We have fresh bonus episodes every week coming to you covering Drag Race, The Traders, lots of other fun bonus episodes like fan and followers submitted ideas. Shout out to Clayton Holsizer, my fellow Des Moines, Iowa gay. Uh, Clayton suggested that we do an episode on the Mount Rushmore of Real Housewives. So we just recorded that and that'll be out here in the coming days. Uh, thanks so much for supporting us, guys. You know where to find us and we'll see you when we see you. Bye. Yeah. Oh,